0: Real Fun D.C. Hospitality and a little bit of sass are always on the menu. Industry Night with Nikki Nellis.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the post-Thanksgiving episode of Industry Night with me, Nikki Nellis. Thanks so much for joining us on Real Fun D.C. So I hope everybody had a safe, masked, and socially distanced delicious Thanksgiving. Uh, And we are rolling right into the holiday season because that's how we do. So if you want to hop onto the list, areyouonit.com, you'll find all the things that you need to get ready for the holiday season. Uh, Whether it's outdoor dining in yurts or igloos and parklets, uh, Hanukkah feasts are happening all over the DC metro area. Great Hanukkah boxes to either eat out or at home, but lots of great ways to celebrate the Festival of Lights. Uh, If you celebrate Christmas, there's time to start making those reservations. Uh, For either at home or out, because you've got your Feast of Seven Fishes, your Christmas Eve. There are light shows all over the place that you can both drive and walk through. And of course, we have the annual holiday markets that are happening all around the city. Of course, you can hear me every Sunday at 11 a.m. on 1500 a.m. with my husband, David Nellis, for Foodie and the Beast. You can follow everything I'm doing on social media at NYCCI, N-E-L-L-I-S. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can still hear me on WTOP. I just did a huge roundup for Thanksgiving and just wait until you hear what I'm doing coming forward. Now, today's show is my annual gift guide because during this holiday season, it's really hard to find the best gifts for those that you love. So I have such a great group of people in who are doing really interesting things that are really going to provide that wow factor for your gifts this year. I have Tiffany McIsaac, good friend of Buttercream Bake Shop, Luanne O'Lachlan of Olio2Go, this is going to hit those Italophiles out there. Uh, there was a Woman's Food Fest earlier this year and now that group has created a gift market and it's pretty fabulous. And Bill Thomas, you know him from Jack Rose. He is the Whiskey Aficionado, and they are doing a pop-up whiskey shop, and he's going to give us all the details. So first, let's start with Tiff McIsaac. Hey, Tiffany, how are you?
2: Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good.
1: I'm so glad you can join me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. So Buttercream Bake Shop, let's give everybody the quick 411. If they're living under a rock and they don't know who you are or what you do, let's tell them.
2: Well, I'll tell you what we were pre-COVID.
1: What's <laughs> yeah, our pre-COVID, and then we can a, get it post-COVID.
2: We're a small women-owned bakery in Washington, D.C. Um, we specialize in cakes, cookies, confections, all kinds of fun things, um, with real emphasis on cakes, celebrations, weddings. You know all the things that haven't really happened this year, but yeah, those—that's kind of us in a nutshell.
1: <laughs> but you have a certain—you're not a a. a your corner store bakery, right? There's a lot of whimsy and uh, creativity in the kind of um, items that you serve,
2: right? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, we try to have a lot of fun with what we're doing. You know, we, we take our technique seriously, but we also realize we're a bakery. It should be a fun place that you feel good eating at. So, you know, lots of sprinkles flying around everywhere, edible glitter, things that just kind of make you smile that you might not find anywhere. everywhere
1: as you as we went into COVID and you had to change because you were open like seven days a week right
2: we were yeah we were drinking
1: massive (laughs) weddings and huge events and all that kind of stuff as you had to word of the year pivot and do something different how did you change and how did you decide what you needed to do to make it
2: well Initially, we had to lay everybody off and I was like, keep your keys. See you in two weeks. But then um here we are eight months later. Um, so we were able to hire a few people back and we kind of uh, decided we, we were going to close. And then we had a lot of people who were saying we still want to celebrate the parties are just smaller, might just be two or three people in the family. But you know, birthdays, anniversaries, those things are still happen. happening. Yeah, so we pivoted to doing um, a small menu that was available for pickup one day a week only on Saturdays, and people could order um, like an off menu cake flavor, we do something different every week so they have something for celebrations. Uh-huh. Then as time wore on and I think people were kind of realizing this isn't going anywhere. Um, they started ordering, you know, some, ordering custom cakes and things like that. So we have gotten back to some sense of semi normal but um, We also added a whole new product line to our shop, which is um, pre-packaged baking, like gourmet baking kits that we can ship nationally because we really realized something we'd wanted to do, but we just couldn't find the time or the space to do it. But now because our poor little bakery looks like a little post-apocalyptic empty bakery, we had all this space. So we said, we'll start doing the um, baking kits now because we were getting a lot of feedback from people saying, one, we want to eat your desserts, but we uh, want to stay safe and stay home. Right. And two,
1: let's stop right there because you weren't <clears throat> shipping your desserts. right? We were not because shipping
2: our desserts. I exactly. get
1: why. So mm-hmm. I think it's important for people to understand why you weren't shipping your desserts because it's no different than a restaurant all of a sudden having to do to go when they never did it before. If there's everything about the product has to change in order to be shipped.
2: Totally. And you know, it's one thing if you're selling a $25 plate of food, but it's another thing if you're selling a $2 or $3 cupcake, the margins just didn't meet where we needed to be to have enough people on staff to have items that were compelling and exciting. Like we, if we're going to do something, we want to do it well. So... We just, you know, besides people wanting to have the treats, so we moved to the shipping of the kits so they can make them themselves. We also heard people saying, please, for the love of God, give us things to do with our children. <laughs> so the mine, kits I think
1: perfect. the kits are perfect for the holidays, right? They like,
2: are, yes. They
1: amazing. So let's talk about the three different kits.
2: Yeah, so we have three different things available. So one is a Mexican chocolate cookie. And it's kind of like a classic chocolate chip cookie, but it infuses both bittersweet chocolate and Mexican chocolate which is like a little crunchy and kind of cinnamon spicy so yeah so it gives it like a nice little twist and sort of has a holiday vibe to it Mm -hmm. um we've got a kit for our unicorn bars which is what we like to say a blondie with sparkles and sprinkles so it's a classic blondie with um rainbow sprinkles in it and then you get a little jar of edible glitter uh to go on top of it and the the jar is actually quite large so you can save it for other projects i I always joke to my friends i'm like if your kid won't eat their veggies now you can sprinkle some edible glitter on it that'll help
1: it's like (laughs) the stuff that you sprinkle on top of your outdoor fire pit you know that changes the color that's how i feel about the edible glitter
2: yes and then the last one is um our Cinescone kits that's like one of our most popular items at the shop and so it just felt really nice to be able to let people across the country who followed us on social media finally get to try it by making it themselves but then also people in our area be able to bake them fresh when they wanted them and each of the kits is actually accompanied by a full video tutorial on our Instagram TV so I really can't stress enough these are like high success rate items we've really mapped it all out and made it as easy as possible and there's a little cheat video you can watch if you need extra help
1: well I think that's so important because listen we made the unicorn bars my daughter tested she likes to bake it you know when we all go to sleep which is great to wake up to in the morning especially the mess that's left in the kitchen (laughs) Uh, uh, but she did the unicorn bars first and she did do them dairy free uh, because that's something she's doing now. And um and uh so I sound judgy when I say that. I don't mean no it's okay. <laughs> but uh but they were super easy to do. And uh the directions were amazing and it was it was totally doable for her to do on her own. And Tessa's you know an 18 year old kid so she can do that. But the Cinescone you know, if when I think of your Cinescone and I look at your Cinescone, that looks like a project. So can you it talk is- through a little bit on like bringing it home and doing it at home.
2: Totally, yeah, I mean, like, listen, the cookies in the unicorn bars are infinitely easier. They can be in the oven 15 minutes after you start the project, so they're really fast. It's basically just mixing wet ingredients and dry ingredients, melting some butter, and bada bing, bada boom, you've got dessert. Uh Cine are a little bit more complicated, but honestly, I, I feel like they're really attainable. I had all kinds of people test these recipes before we put them in boxes. I have people that are like, I can't even make mac and cheese from a box, make them from start to finish without the video. So, and they all sent me proof, photo proof <laughs> that they were able to do it. So I do think that like, you know, it's a little bit of a project because you make the dough and then you let it chill. Um, but the nice thing about that is you can make the dough the night before let it chill overnight. And then the next day, be able to quickly put cine these beautiful Mm -hmm. cine into the oven and have like a nice warm breakfast for, you know, the morning of Christmas or whatever you wanna do. I I think that um, they're a little more complicated, but not so complicated that a person without experience can do it.
1: Well, I actually love that idea for Christmas. So like, to me, like as I'm thinking about sending gifts to people, Mm -hmm. um, I wanna send them something really different and unique and something that I think they would love. And I love the idea, of having sending like your gift boxes because um, they can do those sinis guns the night before and then serve them that morning. I think that's such Absolutely. a great idea. Now, do you have other? things that you're doing for the holidays because normally you do like amazing cookies and you you have like a whole thing so what are you doing this year
2: yeah i made my list over the weekend and then today i looked at it and i was like what is wrong with you this is way too long it's not a normal year so we are gonna have some stuff but um we'll, we'll post it this weekend this is only for local pickup but we will do some things the week leading up to christmas that can be picked up that will be you know like uh, we're gonna do some of those hot chocolate bombs. Uh, we're gonna. Those do- are
1: very popular right now. They it's,
2: are super they popular. Are
1: blowing up on my Instagram feed.
2: We what put, is it? It's just like a cylinder of like a ball of chocolate that's hollow, and you put the um, powder mix and marshmallows. And whatever. We put some glitter in there, and we put some Andy's mint, so it's kind of minty and it's like a little glittery after you mix it together. So. We're doing those, we're gonna do, you know, just some of our classic stuff, like we always do like a Buche de Noel kind of thing. We'll have like some ho-hos that are for the holidays. We'll have an item, like five or six different items that people can get.
1: Well, that's so great. Okay, so Tiff, thank you so much for joining us today. The boxes, where can we order them? How do we get them? Tell us.
2: Yeah, so it's super easy. If you just go to our website, there's a shop page. And on the page, you can either select local pickup or national delivery. And I should mention too that, through December 20th, any of the ultimate baking kits, which is one of each of the three in one box, um, that $3 of that goes to No Kids Hungry. So we're doing a little bit, giving a little bit back um, before Christmas. So it's a nice thing you can do. You know, we donate $3 on your behalf after you make the purchase so you can give a gift and kind of double team doing something nice and do it for No Kid Hungry as well.
1: I love that. And where can people order your baked goods from?
2: um our local pickup stuff same thing just go to the shop page and pick up uh pick local delivery and that will it's at uh, buttercreamdc.com is the website Okay, and
1: where do we find you on
2: instagram on instagram uh buttercream bake shop but it's kind of hard to spell buttercream oh. this is got all the vowels <laughs> b t t r c r m bake shop
1: okay great
2: if you start great. typing it in and it'll come up
1: <laughs> i know it does come up right away and it's such a gorgeous feed um So thanks for joining us today. Everybody, if you're looking for fun ways to bake with the family at home or send to families to bake together over the holidays, this is a great gift to get started. Tiffany McIsaac, Buttercream Bake Shop. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me. We're actually
1: joining me because...
2: It's just me.
1: There's nobody else. All right. (laughs) Next up, um, I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't have any of Tiffany's baked goods to munch on, but I'm going to get my Italian on when I talk with Luann O'Lachlan of Olio to Go when I get back.
0: It's Industry Night with Nikki Nellis. Thanks for listening to Real Fun DC. Now back to Industry Night with Nikki Nellis.
1: And you're back on Industry Night with me, Nikki Nellis, on Real Fun DC. Did you know you can ask Alexa to play Real Fun DC? Just say, "Hey Alexa, play Real Fun DC," and I will be there. Okay, uh, so here we are, Annual Gift Guide on Industry Night, and I'm talking with Lou Ann O'Loughlin of Olio to Go. Hi, Lou Ann. Hi. How are you? Hi. Well, thanks so much for joining me today. So. Oleo to go you and I met a couple years ago you were on foodie and the beast yes. you had all these fabulous items you know both David and I I mean David speaks fluent Italian I don't speak a word of it but I love it I love Italy and I love the food and I love the wine and I love I want to be there uh so uh take us on a virtual trip tell us about Olio to go
3: So Olio2go has been in business now more than 20 years. Um, We started with uh, extra virgin olive oil and have trademarked Italy's finest olive oil. Uh, We now import from more than 80 producers, uh, primarily olive oil, but we now have other delights. Um, This is the season for Panettone and Panforte and uh, Tyrone, all sorts of wonderful Italian Christmas items. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the year, we've, uh, we do a lot of pasta, a lot of beans, um, just sauces. Well,
1: let's, back up, let's back up a little bit. So you started with olive oil. Yes. And I for sure a lot of people who go to, you know, the grocery store around the corner and pick up olive oil, you know, they're like, yeah, why, why would you have a whole store to olive oil? <laughs> so can we explain why sure. you decided to import this kind of quality olive oil?
3: Sure. It's olive oil that's sold like wine. It's based on the cultivars, the terroir, the producers. They're generally very small producers. They're family productions. Uh, They're seeking the highest quality production they can make. I mean, we could go into the whole thing about grocery store olive oil and, and the acidity level and what it takes to qualify as an extra virgin. But these, what we carry, are really super premium. Uh, They have the lowest acidity levels, the highest polyphenols, which are the healthy components, the antioxidants, and they're international award winners, most of them, and they're they're just fabulous.
1: But for the olive oils, like, so you and I discussed before the differences between what you buy in the store versus what you buy in your shop, but so would you buy an expensive bottle of olive oil and, you know, Cooked your chicken in it or is this <laughs> finishing oil it's just for salad like I, Americans don't know how to use al- good olive oil properly so can you give so
3: I, you know I think those of us who are in the industry and um, those who are producers we have sort of a wardrobe of olive oil av- available to us uh-huh. and in in my kitchen there's usually three to five bottles open and whichever one has the least is the one I subject to heat because I want to always be using the freshest oil on fresh vegetables and fresh preparations. Uh Um, So I'm I'm constantly cycling through. Um, When we have a full household, which would be four, if it was a full household, um, we go through a bottle, bottle a week, (laughs) about a 500 milliliter bottle a week.
1: What should people look for in their olive oil?
3: So this is interesting because um, people who don't know good olive oil Um, sometimes get confused about the flavor characteristics Um, bitterness and spiciness are good fresh olive oil characteristics Um, they are a long long way from rancid and rancid is at the whole other end of the spectrum and that's I like to tell people it's like when you eat a bad peanut That sour offensive taste is rancid so So good olive oil is grassy, it's fresh tasting, you can almost taste vegetable notes, you might be able to taste artichoke, almond, celery, not everybody tastes it straight, as as we do. Um, But that's how it enhances the food, that's how it blends with the foods and enhances the foods.
1: And so, if I were going to go to Oléo to go, I, you talked in the beginning. So, Panettone and Pamfort, You're you're carrying all these Italian specialties. Are you putting together packages? Like, how are you uh, walking people through a virtual Italian experience? Yeah.
3: So this year, because of COVID, it's all different, right? right. And we have a ton of uh, the gift business is is bigger than ever. Um, People are giving a lot of single panettone. I mean, a panettone can range in price from, oh, say, $28 to about $60. Okay, but let's
1: stop. We're going to stop right there. So growing up, my dad ate panettone. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I I have a memory of him, like, eating panettone at the breakfast table every morning during the holidays. We're Jewish. I don't know where he got it from. But... uh, But, you know, I remember eating it and being like, I did not like it. I did not like the the cake. I did not like the fruit. But now it's like there's a whole new world of candy Right, right. With, Like figs and chocolate, and it's totally different, right? Yeah,
3: figs, chocolate, balsamic vinegar. We just oh. sold out of one that was ganduja. Oh, okay. so Imagine that with a cup of coffee. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. That, one's, that one's gone. Cherries, we have one that's uh, filled with Morello cherries.
1: are these things that were always available but like we just didn't know about them or is it just sort of the is it a culmination of people enjoying this Italian dessert and recognizing that it can be done differently
3: yeah I think it's I I think it's the whole growth in specialty food and I I think it's the producers you know taking a tradition and expanding it taking a tradition and adding on how can we make this better how can we make this more special
1: Mm -hmm. so So. you got your panettone what is pan fort?
3: um panforte it's kind of funny it's it's um it's kind of like a fruit cake believe it or not it's it's generally fairly thin maybe an inch tall and Mm -hmm. it's dense but you would recognize it um a restaurant might have a have a slice of it on a cheese plate Mm
1: -hmm. okay so
3: it's kind of generally people like the ones that are figgy and nutty Mm -hmm. and they go very well with cheese also
1: yeah i'm just not a candied fruit person i don't think and i don't think i'm in the minority i just it's not a uh, pleasing to my palate. But okay, so the other thing I saw on your site that I was very interested in was balsamic pearls.
3: Balsamic pearls. Um,
1: okay. What is that?
3: They are gelatinized pearls of balsamic vinegar. They look like caviar. Right. And you can put them on ice cream, you can put them on cheesecake, you can put them on a dessert, you could make a uh, say a lovely pork tenderloin and plate it and drizzle it with balsamic vinegar and then sprinkle the balsamic pearls on it. And you get a lovely burst of balsamic when you bite into them.
1: I love that. That, Now, can you put it on a salad or is it too much?
3: Um, I I would choose a salad. I would choose a salad carefully. Um, Maybe a salad with radicchio and some shaved Parmigiano-Reggiano and some balsamic vinegar, obviously the olive oil, and then some of these pearls to enhance it.
1: Right. Okay. So now if you were putting together gift packages for people, what would you be selecting? Like, let's, you know, how are you, I know if budget has to do a lot with it, Mm -hmm. but let's walk people through some of your offerings and how you're. Um, One
3: of the, one of the things that we have that's made up is a, is a cheese box. It's a wedge of Parmigiano Reggiano with a balsamic vinegar of that last aging and olive wood. Um, and we also put a tin of olive oil in there, and it comes with um, a recipe booklet, and it comes with a cheese knife, and it's in an adorable box that's multicolored. The cheese—it's a feature of the cheese, which is a brown cow, brown cow Parmigiano Reggiano, um, and I'm, I'm Valserena is is the brand, but it's a beautiful cheese, and that's a nice gift, all assembled. Um, some people come in and put together a basket of, of sweet things, including chocolate bars, or some people might do snacks, including, including torali. Other people might choose to do sauces and pastas for family members to go have a highlight through the winter as we're looking at this potentially bleak winter, right. um, at, at least having good food.
1: Well, so do you have sort of a way of guiding people through like pastas and matching sauces because... You know, there is some sort of recommendation when it comes to the style of sauce with the style of pasta.
3: Um, when someone's shopping on our page, we, we have um, recommendations. So if they're, um, if they're on a certain pasta shape, we will link that to a certain type of sauce that we're recommending as, as a good and authentic combination. Right. Um, we also have a couple people doing great customer service remotely and they will, they're well skilled and they're good cooks and they walk people putting through packages together.
1: Okay, I wanna thank you so much for uh, joining me. I'm definitely getting some of those balsamic curls. They just- Oh, thank you. They just sound so cool and I just think it's a really interesting gift. Um, And I'll get some panettone for my dad.
2: Absolutely.
1: Uh, But a good kind, not that kind. All right, so uh, Luann, I wanna thank you so much for joining me. Tell everybody where they can uh, find Oleo To Go online, brick and mortar and uh, social.
3: Olio2go.com, O-L-I-O, the number two G-O.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a store in the Maryfield area of Fairfax. We call it Olio To Go on Hilltop, and those coordinates are on the website. Um, luckily, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook are all Olio To Go. We we were lucky. We got in early and got yeah, the right I like name. Like
1: Tiffany. Okay, great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for us, having us. All the italophiles out there, this is definitely your go-to place to pick up some amazing uh, straight from Italy products. Uh, Next, I'm going to be talking with Diane Gross. You know her from Cork Market. But if you didn't know, she is also really behind this amazing holiday effort uh, for uh, the Women Food Entrepreneurs Holiday Market. Um, Hey, Diane, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm good. How are you? It's so good to see you. You're like, you. You're, your hair's almost like mine. We've got curly hair going on.
4: Yes, this is COVID hair. Um,
1: <laughs> this is my hair all the time here.
4: <laughs> I know. It looks fabulous on you. Um, so this actually grew out of um, the uh, group of women who started connecting during COVID um, with the help of the James Beard Foundation. Um, called Let's Talk DC. And the goal was really to put us all together so we could Pretty much kvetch and complain and talk about how things were going and what was happening for each of us and it's been um it's been an incredible network and so they launched the women's food fest in october which was like a women's restaurant week and that was sort of the first thing and as the holidays were approaching we all started talking about doing something together under that mantra of the women's food fest mm-hmm. and um having a component of it that was food for dinners also a gift component and then a donation component. So we've done all three things um, to uh, provide a little more spirit for the holiday and get well, some. I also in.
1: say that you guys also like pulled it together, like fast because there's a lot going on. Uh, I'm just looking at everything that you guys have going on. So you were really able to. You know, get a very large group of women in the D.C. area together to offer all this holiday market, this entirely out-of-the-box way of, A, helping everybody's businesses, but also, B, providing, you know, valuable, beautiful gifts.
4: Yeah, so we realized that there were a lot of different things that people might want for the holidays, and we were trying to meet those desires. People want to be with friends, having wonderful food. They want to be able to send gifts to friends. And, you know, the the community, the D.C. community has been so awesome in supporting women-owned, minority-owned businesses that we really wanted to make sure that um, we were giving folks an outlet to continue doing that. So, um,
1: So we came Walk us through it.
4: Yeah, so we came up with some really yummy ideas. Um, So uh, a couple of chef's dinners. So we have one that's called Trattoria Dane, which is an Italian dinner um, with Ruth Gresser from Pizzeria Paradiso, um, Amy Brandwine from Centralina, Mm -hmm. and Jamie Leeds um, and her new restaurant, Hank and Mitzi's Italian Kitchen. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is a delicious meal. You can add wine to it. Um, it comes with uh, three courses, four courses, I think, actually, with dessert, so it's really delicious, Um, and all these are found on the Women's Food Fest website, which is womensfoodfest.com.
1: So, wait, let me just ask, though, so all these different dinners, you have three dinners, right,
4: three? Two dinners, two baskets.
1: Two dinners, two baskets, okay, so the two dinners, we can order, it's to go, how does, it, how does it work? Right,
4: so the second dinner is called All About Fish, and let me tell you who's on that. It's Riss Lacoste, Anne Cashin, wow. Fiona Lewis, and Ellen Kazoff from Equinox. Okay. Um, and what you do is you go online, we're doing it through the TALK website, Great. Um, and you can order for, um, we're doing it December 11th and 12th, uh-huh. and the 18th and 19th, uh-huh. and you can order for a specific time and day, And then you can either pick it up or have it delivered and it'll be this beautiful course meal delivered to you ready to reheat and and go and um, it'll be just like eating in a restaurant and but you'll be eating in three different restaurants. So it's, you know, sort of a fun way to eat at a bunch of different places during the holidays and support all those different businesses and have some wonderful food.
1: I mean, it really um, is brilliant, um, and, and you really are engaging with a lot of different women. And I want to tell people, so is it, it's $90 for two. Right. It's amazing. Like, that's a deal.
4: Yeah, it's a steal for the food that you're getting, really. And you can add wine on for only $35. Uh-huh. Um, and the wines are um, women-owned wineries, so they're hand-selected. Right. Um, and you know, you can have this beautiful meal and you can, if you're potting with friends and you want to have a special evening with like two couples, you can just order it twice and, and we'll have it delivered to you. Um, if you want to, if you're doing something a little larger, maybe for like a holiday, a small group for holidays, um, you can order in denominations. So if you wanted to order for six people and you're doing like a Friday night holiday dinner with like your six closest friends, all masked and safely distanced. Um, and everybody
1: sanitized, and everything's sanitized. You can
4: order um, that. Um, and if you wanna send a gift to a friend, I mean, you could send the dinner to a friend if you wanted. You can right. also send one of the baskets.
1: We're gonna get into the baskets. No, okay. I love the idea of sending dinners to friends. Right. I've been doing that all through COVID. I just think it's such a a good idea. Um and I also before we take a quick break, I want to tell people what I have been doing during COVID um not in the last month, but prior was telling my neighbors where I was getting food from and if anybody else wanted to order that I would pick up as well. So I just want to sort of plant that seed especially as we get to the holidays and if you're thinking of like ordering dinners like what the Women's Food Fest is doing, um you could say to friends, "Hey, This is what I'm ordering. And then you could get a group of people to order.
4: Um, And 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 I'll connect while you're eating dinner.
1: Exactly. Uh, You can get on a Zoom call or you could say, screw yourselves. I'm going to eat my dinner. You eat your dinner. However you want to do it. No judgment. Okay. Uh, Let me take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about the gift baskets. So this is Nikki Nellis on Real Fun DC Industry Night. I'll be back in just a sec.
0: Industry Night with Nikki Nellis. Thanks for listening to Real Fun DC serving up thought for food now back to industry night with nikki nellis
1: and i'm back nikki nellis industry night on real fun dc did you know you can ask alexa to play real fun dc just say hey alexa play real fun dc and then ask for industry night and you'll hear me nikki nellis okay we're doing our annual gift guide and we're doing such cool things this year we talked to tiffany mcisaac earlier about her fabulous buttercream bake shop now that you can take home and cook at home and I've done it and it's amazing and we also went to Italy kind of pretended a little bit with Olio to go and now I'm talking with Diane Gross of Cork Market. Uh, They do such amazing things there and uh, she is really the woman behind the Women Entrepreneurs Holiday Market. Uh, She helped coordinate the event. There's a lot of women involved, but she's the spokesperson today. So they're doing all these fabulous dinner, two fabulous dinners that you can get in on, but also gift baskets. So let's talk about these gift baskets.
4: Great. So we're doing two different baskets. One is savory snacks with red wine, and the other is bubbly and sweets. Uh And um, each basket is $100. And um, we have Ben's Chili Bowl Pizzeria Paradiso Brooklyn's Finest, Maidan, Hank and Mitzi's Italian Kitchen, Teaism, Sticky Fingers, Wrists, um, Latina, Ethiopian Restaurant, um, Ice Cream Jubilee. Nice. Um, I probably missed somebody. Um, uh, in, in the uh, Sloppy Mamas and Cork, we're providing the wine, right. um, in these wonderful baskets. And it's things like, you know, Ben's is doing... Um, Ben's, you know, chili. And um, Maydan is doing this beautiful um, uh, bag that was made by Syrian refugees, and she's putting Maydan recipes inside. Um, We're doing women-owned winery wines um, for each of the baskets. Mm -hmm. We have um, scone mix from Teaism. We have yummy cookie dough that's vegan, and you can eat it all raw from Sticky Fingers. just a lot of great things, and if you go on the website women'sfoodbest.com, mm-hmm. you can see each of the baskets, each of the items listed, what's in each basket, and who is making it. Um, and you can click right there to go to the talk site and order.
1: That's amazing. So, and, when you were putting this together, what you know, I know it's to keep women, the women-owned businesses, in business. But okay. how else are you guys working together during this time?
4: I mean, I think that we're just always brainstorming about ideas um, going into the holidays. Today, we were talking about New Year's Eve and what we might want to do for that going into the inauguration. It's going to look very different this year and what we can do to support that and and still have some festivity around it. Um, i
1: I just say it really is just so unfair because this inauguration (laughs) would be such a blowout for the, I, I mean, for everybody here in the city. And uh, you're right, we all have to think outside the box Right. what it's going to look like because we, we can't all do it the way we normally do it.
4: Right, and this city just comes alive during inauguration regardless of who's being inaugurated. And I think that, um, well, that's not entirely true. I think we've seen uh, 2008 and 2012 were amazing years for inaugurations. And um, I think we probably anticipate this year, if it weren't for COVID being the same, but, You know, it is a vibrancy to the city um, that everybody's really celebrating. And it's um, unfortunate that we won't be able to do that in the same way this year, though I know that the uh, president-elect is planning some good things. So hopefully we'll still have some fun and be able to welcome in this administration in the proper way.
1: Well, and Um, I love that you guys are thinking as a collective, I mean, I know know you're Cork, and a cork market, and you you have your own business, and your own wine shop, and restaurant, and everything else, and the parklet, and all that you have going on, okay. um, so you've got your own Christmas offerings, like you have everything else, but women supporting women uh, as a collective, and thinking about other ways to help each other is amazing. Diane, can you just tell everybody where they can find these dinners and gifts? Give- Um, Let me
4: just mention one other thing really super quick, which is the friends and family meal, which is the nonprofit that we're donating to, which was started by industry folks to give groceries to people in the, in the hospitality industry in need. So there's a donation element on the talk page so people can give. That's really important, especially as we're going into these winter months. Um, So it's Women's womensfoodfest.com. And that's where you can find all the listings of the dinners and the and the baskets, you can send dinners to friends for the holidays um, and uh, it lists everything and then links you into the site to purchase.
1: Excellent, Diane, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, And for everything you guys are doing, it's so amazing. Uh, Bill Thomas, turn on that mic
5: on. It's on for you.
1: Yeah. Hey, Bill. So Bill Thomas, you know him from Jack Rose. And uh, right before COVID, he opened up the Imperial, both in Adams Morgan next to each other. Uh, And uh, he's got Jack Rose's pop-up whiskey shop, which uh, is a great place for those whiskey drinkers plus spirit drinkers out there for gifts. But Bill, let's start uh, with a little background. I mean, I feel like I say this a lot on this show because I know people like you and Diane and Tiffany so well. So I know what you do, but not everybody does. So let's just give them a little 411 on Jack Rose and Imperial. Um,
5: Pre-COVID, Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, well, uh, Jack Rose is the easiest. It was the, um, it actually got voted best whiskey bar in the world. During COVID, I was supposed to be at the awards assembly in April in London,
1: but, uh, yeah, that didn't
5: work out too well. Um, But we did sell every whiskey on the shelf, so that was amazing that we were the only whiskey bar to win that award, that actually by the time they would have given us the award, we had no whiskey on the shelf.
1: What, like the shelves behind you shelves?
5: We sold, we initially, those first few months when COVID started, we initially sold every bit of inventory on the shelves. Uh,
1: But you had so much inventory.
5: We did, we, did. We, have, we, had, uh, we were lucky enough to have a, a warehouse full. So we sold everything, which was able to get the staff straightened out and all that. And then we restocked, then we, then we paid the staff to then help us restock it. So it all worked out. We're an American restaurant, obviously a large um, uh, whiskey uh, library, but also obviously Jack Rose is named after a cocktail. So we you know do a lot of wine, a lot of cocktails. Um, And then the Imperial was a new kind of uh, um, mid-Atlantic with French influence uh, with um, a huge list of vintage spirits, other spirits, gins, tequilas, Mezcals, rums, uh, also dating back to the turn of the century kind of thing. And then, you know, heavy influence on cocktails. We moved our cocktail bar in the basement of Jack over to the basement of Imperial, uh, Mm -hmm. Dram and Grain. And, uh, you know, same thing. We have roof decks at both places. So um, they were just complimentary restaurants.
1: And so what made you decide? So I know you've got a bunch of, you have a lot of things happening, right? Mm -hmm. You've got your, is your wing pop-up still happening?
5: Wing pop-up is still happening, which has been.
1: It's so good.
5: Successful. I can't believe Because
1: it's really, really good. I mean, seriously, I'm not blowing smoke. Like we got the opportunity to taste it. And I was like, yeah, I get it. It's delicious.
5: Yeah. It was amazing. You know, it's been great. I mean, that was a great. Pivot. And I think for all of us here uh, that have been on today, it's all about pivoting, looking for different niches that we can do that you can accomplish within your kind of core values. Uh-huh. And um, if you're lucky, yeah, people respond to it, so.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you, you did that. I know you did a great Thanksgiving presentation. Let's talk uh-huh. about this pop-up whiskey shop. What is it and how can people use it and use it well?
5: Okay, so with, you know, it stems out of that as soon as the, uh, and we were lucky, we were lucky to have good leadership from the mayor to open up the law to allow and us to Kathy, do. i And
1: Kathy Hollinger, I mean like there were so many, there's so many wheels like that were working to like make everybody be successful.
5: It, it has been amazing from, from Mayor Bowser to uh-huh. Kathy at the Restaurant Association, to Kristen Barden, our executive director of our bid, which uh-huh. three women, the leadership has been amazing.
1: I, don't and
5: I can't speak, I can't speak more highly as a city. You know, when I talk to other you know, bar people around the country, I don't think they've had the same sort of leadership that we've had. Uh-huh. Um, the opportunities that were created through the new legislation to allow restaurants to morph into these kind of like all inclusive to go cocktails, to go um, bottles, to go drams, single drams of, and, and any other ingredient. So it's been wonderful for restaurants to have that opportunity and to have that legislation be permanent. So we can develop the kind of business models we need to be successful long term, right. regardless of whatever may happen, whether it be another pandemic or, God forbid, a terrorist attack or what. Anything that will allow us more avenues and more revenue centers to create a business model that's more safe, that's more concrete, that has the ability to keep your staff employed. You just pivot. Right. And restaurant people are very fluid. They're uh, you know entrepreneurs that are used to like. Doing everything themselves, so mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think it really showed how strong our hospitality industry was.
1: I, I don't disagree with you. No, uh, people in the restaurant and hospitality industry, it is an entrepreneurial way of life, and you just there's no there's no such thing as nine to five, right? Like that's that's just not how it works.
5: It's that that whole thing. Um, Everybody goes. Oh, you're so lucky to uh, to own a small business. You get to set your own hours, and and I, the the whole thing is, yeah, as long as you want to work all the time.
1: <laughs> hours. hours, right? Yeah. Exactly.
5: There's no there's no time off. Uh, I'm working. It's so funny. I'm working 50 times harder now than I was pre-COVID for a tenth. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: I can only.
5: So you know, that's what, that's what entrepreneurs do. That's what hospitality people do. Well,
1: yeah. hopefully, um, hopefully it will provide the success that it needs to right because Absolutely. you you know what it you know what it looks like when it's there uh so let's talk about uh because it is the gift guide I mean you yes. and I wax poetic all day and oh, like, I'm sorry COVID and what you've been doing and I love that kind of talk but I want to tell people about what you're offering and what they can get access to especially for, like, those cocktail enthusiasts out there that, like, drained your bar, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's do it again with your pop-up shop.
5: Sure. So we opened up the pop-up shop, which we reshelled 25% of Jack Rose into actual bottle sales.
1: Mm -hmm. And
5: along with that at the bar, not only can you buy full bottles of both current and stuff from our archives, but you can also buy drams from any of the thousands of bottles on the wall. Okay. We can label those. Can
1: you explain drams? Because I don't know if everybody understands. So, like that's, so, that's not a layman term.
5: Yeah, so a dram is just a, a terminology for like a one ounce pour. Okay. Um, so just a small dram uh, of whiskey. So we have one ounce bottles, two ounce bottles, three ounce bottles, whatever size that you want, whatever kind of um, uh, that you're thinking. If you want five ryes or five bourbons or you know, five vodkas, for that matter, five tequilas. We have all of that stuff here. And we can put together flights that kind of fit anyone's palate. Uh, along with that, we also have wines by the bottle and stuff like that. Um, so what but what
1: a good, I love this as a gift idea. So like if great. you have either a novice or an expert, like no matter what, you can put together a flight
5: that's,
1: yeah. I love that. That's an amazing Yeah, yeah,
5: individual. In fact, I've, I've already done one today, right before this, before we started. But this is what it looks like. You've got this little thing that Jack okay, wrote. I have is.
1: to explain it because even though you and I are on video, we're on radio.
5: <laughs> oh, so what we have here? Is a, small, a small cardboard um, container. And open it up, it's sleeved. So it holds five bottles that are appropriate for one ounce pours of whiskey. You
1: hold it up like, like little airport bottles? Yeah. Oh, exactly! Oh my God, and how
5: brilliant! A little card that explains everything you're drinking.
1: I love it.
5: Yeah, so it's been really good to pivot. You come in, um, you know, you can say, "Bill, I want to spend 29.95 or 99.95, whatever you want." We have all we have so many whiskeys we can find whatever you're looking for, and they're the perfect size for stockings. Right. So that's it's really the great gift idea for uh, stocking stuffers. If you go, some bottles that you couldn't afford to say spend a thousand dollars on a bottle, but mm-hmm. you might be able to get one ounce pours, um, right. you know, for a tenth of the price. So yes. that- And yeah. do you
1: ship? Are you shipping? Like how do people, or is it just for DC? How does we're, it work?
5: We're not shipping. Um, now we are doing a lot of single barrels. So we, we were lucky enough to reach out to a lot of the distilleries that knew kind of the plight of what we were working with. And they allowed us to pick single barrels during this COVID um, time. So we've got a lot of Jack Rose single barrels that we've picked. Now, some of those are gonna be available at uh, Potomac Wine and Spirits in Georgetown. Okay. And they'll be able to ship to you. All right. So if you uh, reach out to us, uh, we can direct you which ones are available there, or you can check their website.
1: Great. Okay, so Bill, if I want to get cocktails and things like that, you'll bottle those too?
5: Yeah, we have everything set up for individual cocktails and cocktail kits. So for instance, for the Derby or for a Julep kit, we will give you a nitro-infused uh, bourbon that's nitro-infused with mint. We will give you powdered sugar, mint, and a bag of crushed ice, and julep glasses to go. Everything you need to entertain. Old fashioned, the same way. Everything already made, already, you know, made in-house, fresh, uh, and then anything you need for garnish. I you know dehydrated that. fruit whatever we have packaged everything as simply as possible
1: and is it uh, all accessible on talk to order online
5: absolutely uh talk has been our main uh source of to-go orders mm-hmm. uh, you just put in when you want to pick it up and we'll have it ready you just walk right in the front door um you know obviously we're very careful about gloves and masks and the number of people that are in here so it's safe to come pick up if you have if you're having extreme say um uh, immune deficiency or anything, we'll run it out to your car We're okay. we can see you from the window. So you can make any kind of special arrangements and we'll, we'll accommodate you.
1: Excellent. Okay. Can you tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find what you're doing and uh, where they can find you guys online?
5: I've, you can find us, uh, on Facebook at Jack Rose Dining Saloon. You can find us at jackrosediningsaloon.com. Uh, you can email me directly at Blue Room DC Bill. Mm-hmm. At, at gmail you can call me on my cell phone at two 203- no, no no
1: no no don't give your cell phone number.
5: <laughs> Nikki i give it out and i get more response So what's that response. it's amazing it's it, it is a, i i've never shied to give out my cell phone and i can't tell you how great it's been well,
1: i mean honestly you're such a prolific expert on your wares and what you sell and you love You love the business and you love talking about it. So I get why you do it. You know what I mean? So I want to thank you for joining us today. Um, And uh, I love what you're offering. I think it's a great gift for the uninitiated whiskey drinker or spirit drinker or the person who thinks they've had everything. I love the idea of flights. I just think it's brilliant.
5: And thank you for having us on because it's, you know, all this exposure really has helped. I mean, it's, 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 it's been great to be on these kind of shows and, and just have the, you know, without you making it aware of what we're doing, you know, every little bit else. Well, and that's what it is. It's a game of interest right now, so well, I
1: really appreciate that. All right, so I want to thank everybody for joining me today. On today's show, you listened to us talk to Tiffany McIsaac of Buttercream Bake Shop, Luann O'Lachlan of oleo to go the Woman's Food Fest Gift Market with Diane Gross, And then we talked to Bill Thomas with Jack Rose, who's got his pop-up whiskey shop. So I want to thank all of them for joining me today. Of course, you can go to thelistareyouonit.com where all this information is laid out for you. Once again, whether it's outdoor dining, Hanukkah, Feast of Seven Fish and Christmas Eve, the light shows or holiday markets, I have all that information on the site. Um, Even though we are in the middle of a massive pandemic and you need to wear a mask, And socially distance and sanitize yourself. There are still ways to get out there and sort of keep your sanity. Um, And you should really, really, really consider shopping local, um, remembering your local restaurants, whether you send gifts of meals to people, uh, or for you and your family. It's uh, you're doing something for yourself, but you're also doing something for somebody else. So once again, I want to thank you for joining me on industry night. You know, you can hear me every Sunday at noon. Uh, no, at 11. Sundays at 11. You can hear me on Cootie and the Beast on 1500 AM. Uh, don't forget every now and again, you'll hear me on WTOP. I'm talking about a lot of things like the gift guide coming up soon and social media because you've got to do it. Follow me at NYCCI, especially on Instagram and Insta stories. That's where most of my information is. Thanks for joining me on industry night on real fun, DC Tuesdays at 7 PM. I'll see you next week.
0: Industry night with Nikki Nellis, real fun, DC.